Disclaimer, everything that I will say or anything I said previously is for jokes and for entertainment purposes only. So with that being said, welcome to the podcast. Hey man, I was on Instagram the other day. I was just scrolling on Instagram or whatever. I'm I'm just seeing I'm just seeing something that's, that's like super peculiar. I'm like, when the hell Fat Boy SSC started giving out motivational speeches? I'm like, what's going on? Like what like what's the connect? Like I just I don't I didn't understand it at all. Like like when did he start doing that? I don't know if it's a new thing. I know he rapping now. Shout out to him. Getting new avenues. Getting new um you know just just changing just changing in general. But hey, keep the motiv- keep the motivational speeches. To Wallow, like let's keep it a bean. Like Wallow got that's Wallow whole bag, bro. I don't want to see no fat boy SSC motivational speeches, bro. That's just me. I don't want to see that shit at all. With that being said, with that being said, welcome to the Last University Podcast, the eventual biggest podcast in the Midwest. I'm your host, Curtis Speed. It's episode 36. The damn recording is January 13th, I believe. Hold on, hell no, ain't no damn 13th. January 17th. I'm recording this on January 17th. My bad, but um, it's been a cool day, bro. It's been uh, it's been chill or whatever. Um, damn, I'm already saying um, what the fuck? But like I said, it's been cool. It's been super cold. It's been freezing cold the whole week. I don't know if like a a snowstorm hit us. I don't know what the reason behind it being so cold, like all over the world, is. Like, I thought it was just like an Indianapolis thing, which is super stupid because, because one, why would it just be this this dumb town? But I just I just didn't understand like why is it like super cold? Like, why did the weather go from being 35, 40 degrees, 50 degrees to out of nowhere. It's one degrees, negative two degrees, zero degrees, four degrees. It's um it's negative, it's negative one degrees, but it feels like like negative 18. Like I didn't understand that at all. And I still don't to this day because again, why is it so cold? I get it, it's January, but bro, what's the reason behind this being so cold? I don't get it. I try starting I try starting on my car. It makes some, it make it make a lot of funny noises, but a lot of funny noises. So I wasn't really into that, but it turned over whatever. But one thing I thought it was weird the other day. Like I said, this uh, if I didn't say it, I'm recording this on a Wednesday, Monday, Monday. Obviously, Martin Luther King Day or whatever. So I had a day off. I was chilling at home. I'm cool. I'm like, I'm finished being in the house all day and being my bed all day. I'm gonna chill. I ain't gonna go nowhere. I'll probably watch a watch a new uh TV show or something. I might just lay down. I don't really know. I'm just going to chill. Next thing I know, I'm hearing a knock on my door. Knock on my door, bro. I was like, what the hell is going on? I come to find out it's Spectrum. I'm like, what the hell, Spectrum? I ain't been with Spectrum in years. I, I ain't been with Spectrum in uh, like months. And I was with Spectrum for like a week and a half. I'm like, bro, this whole, um, this Wi-Fi isn't good. Like, I'm not going to stay with y'all. So I got rid of it. But he knocked on the door. I'm like, first of all, it's negative two degrees outside. It's Martin Luther King Day. And you're black. Why the hell are you outside in front of my door, bro? Like, I didn't understand it at all because, again, it's super cold. It's freezing cold. And it should be a holiday. Why is Spectrum having a black man come to my door on this great holiday? I didn't understand it. Low-key little racism. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, it, it was uh, super alarming to see, him, to see him in my front door. and knocked on it, I believe, like, around 2 o'clock. I'm like, bro, I don't want no, I want no Wi-Fi. I got Wi-Fi. It's bad, but it is what it is for the time being. Like, I just understand. Like, I didn't understand why he thought, you know, why the company thought it was it was it was okay to do that. I'm I'm saying also to say, people don't let these companies like run your lives because 
if it's negative two degrees outside, I'm not going nowhere door to door at all. That's just me. But I'm gonna start. I'm gonna, I'm gonna transition to us. I'm gonna transition into some basketball topics. So apparently, the Pascal. Apparently, the Pascal Siakam trade to the Indiana the Indiana Pacers ha, has happened. Why is that so hard to say? Anyway, Indiana Pacers, we have Pascal Siakam now. It's super cool. I'm super. I'm super excited. Super happy because it was rumored for a while. Rumor for the past few weeks or whatever. It was kind. Of, it was kind of just him and OG for the most part. Obviously, if everyone don't know, I'm an Indiana Pacers fan, kinda. But I, I really wanted uh, like a Mikael Bridges or I wanted a Brandon Ingram. I was like, if we, if we had Brandon Ingram, like I'm gonna be honest, I, no team could see us. Like, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be so real. I would have been so delusional. I would have been super fanboy. Like I would have just made the dumbest claims ever. That's just what I was gonna do because. If we would have got Brandon Ingham or Mikael Bridges, I'm like, this is exactly what we need. We need a we need a small four who can defend and score and 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 do all that do all that kind of stuff. Brandon Ingham defend, eh? But I I thought Mikael would have been cool. Shotgun, he was he really wasn't on my radar because of his age. He's he's um he's on the older side, but obviously still in his prime years or whatever. So I'm like, this should work in theory. And obviously this morning, uh, I mean this uh this afternoon, maybe like two o'clock. I got the uh the text notification, the email, whatever that, that we now have uh Pascal Siakam uh, on our team. I believe we traded Bruce Brown, Jordan Nuara, who doesn't play, and three first round picks. The three first round picks got a lot of people upset, like, oh, what are y'all doing? I got fleece. What the hell is going on? First of all, we we shouldn't be that bad this year. So that that first should be like around like a a sixteen to twenty pick. Like we not gonna be in a lottery, in my opinion. In my opinion. The Pacers are not going to be in the lottery, so let's come to crazy happen. Everything crazy, anything crazy can happen. Knock on woods. Like, I, I just don't know. I don't think we'll be, uh, like I said, I don't think we'll be a lottery team so that, that pick. I mean, it is what it is. People are saying this this draft class is weak in general anyway, so I'm like, hey, it is, it is what it is. Like, we have enough young talent that we do not play. Jarris Walker gets no burn on our team because he's super young and he got develop, he got developed. So. We're not playing young guys at all. Like I just, I just understand that concept. But again, we traded, we traded three first round picks. One was ours. Uh, another one was ours in 2026. Which I'm like, hey, I, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of iffy on that one. But I believe it was top four, top four protected. Which I think, could, I think it could have uh, had better protection. Like if it was top seven protected, I would have felt like, oh, this is, this is fantastic. This is great. But it is what it is. Like the Raptors, they got, uh, they got that pick. So. And the third pick, obviously, which is which will still be this year, is the OKC slash Clippers slash Houston slash somebody else, bro. I don't know who pick it is. All I know is whoever that pick, whoever pick it is, it's a good team. So again, you're getting two late first round picks and a future first for Siakam. I'm like, eh, I got it. Like I get it. I understand what people are saying. It's a fleece, but on the other hand, I'm like, bro. That's not really a fleece in my opinion, but again, I'm super biased. So I'm super biased. I won't, I won't, I won't, I won't be honest with myself. So again, we have him now. I, I'm super happy. Bruce Brown, he's on a different team. In my opinion, he was too small for us. Like we were super small defensively. He's a good player. He's a good point of the point of attack defender. He's a good defender. But in my opinion, he maybe he maybe he is a starter, but not on our team. He's too small. We have a six five shooting guard and uh buddy Hill. Our point guard is six foot five, which obviously is oversized for point guards, but he's six foot five and he don't defend. And now we got Bruce Brown at the small four position and he's six foot four. Like I didn't 
I like we we can't defend anybody. And obviously that shows we, we're a bad defense. We have one of the best offense ever, probably the best off- offense ever. But again, long story to say, we 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 we're we're building. We're building to something. We're building to something. Obviously, we have Pascal Siakam now, so hopefully he um he stays for the long call. We try to see if we can sign him in the offseason and and keep him. If we can't keep him, it's a fleece for the Raptors. But I'm not I'm not finna worry. I'm not finna worry about that because that's negativity. But with that being said, man, uh, apparently Bulls fans were being mean uh this past weekend, I guess. So apparently the Chicago Bulls they had some kind of a special championship night event where they uh honor the the '90s Bulls in general. They try to, you know, like like um like they try to award the '90s the uh they try to award the '90s basketball players that won championships in the '90s that that dominated the decade. So you know the Michael Jordans, the Scottie Pippins, the Tony Kukoc's, the Dennis Rodman's, the Steve Kerr's. They try to honor all of them in the whole ceremony. The whole ceremony, which I thought was pretty cool when they played the Warriors. So. I, I like that a lot, but uh, apparently something happened, bro. Apparently something happened. If you don't know, Jay Krause, he was a former GM, I believe, of the Chicago Bulls for a long time. He drafted Michael, I believe. He drafted Scottie Pippen. He found Tony Kukoc. He 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 did he did a lot of legwork for the uh, Chicago Bulls in the '90s. So, but the thing was, like, he also had like a, a big ego problem. Apparently, Leslie had, had a big ego problem, and he, and from his point of view, he was more important than the players that are that were actually playing the game. So. From his perspective, the front office is what makes championships, not the players. And I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't have a, um, I don't have a stance on that. I, I don't really give a damn. But uh, apparently, he he was, uh, he was, um, he, he he. Apparently, he wasn't having, he wasn't seeing eye to eye with the coach Phil Jackson at the time. Uh, in the '90s, he fired Phil Jackson. He had his replacement, uh, basically walk around the locker room the whole season, just preparing them for this for for the new season and uh and again like I said um the whole the whole bull saga if you don't know watch last dance it's 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 a lot it's a lot in there obviously but um I'm saying not to say bro a lot of people they didn't like uh Jay Krause after the um the whole incident with the last dance every everyone viewed him in a darker light and viewed Michael in a higher light because obviously he was a star of the show he was a star of the 90s he was a star of the NBA so Obviously, everyone, every Jordan fan, every Chicago Bulls fan, they viewed him in a highlight than Jerry Krause. And when Jerry Krause, obviously, like I said, the Bulls were honored at this uh, ceremony, this um, this award show, whatever you want to call it. They were giving out awards. They were just giving praise and just this um, this this acknowledgement to people. So, and then when Jerry Krause's name pulled up on the screen on the monitor. His widowed wife showed up like in his place because obviously he wasn't able to be there because he passed away, I believe, in 2017. So obviously he wasn't there. But when he showed up, I mean, but when his picture showed up on the screen, this, this, uh, this, I guess, just giving praise, giving, uh, giving grace, giving, giving flowers to Jerry Krause. A lot of people, a lot of people in the crowd began to boo. They booed, they booed his name. They booed, they booed him. They booed his wife because she was on the screen as well. So she began crying. It was a big thing about that. And it was super sad, obviously, because she didn't deserve that. She's not Jay Krause. Uh he's dead now. He's he's passed away. So like kind of kind of like kind kind of let bygones be bygones. Kind of like I, I don't know. I, personally, if you're gonna boo me while I'm dead, it's just boo me in general. But I don't know. But uh obviously it was a whole backlash behind that because 
Jay Cross did so much for the uh, for the organization. He did so much for the Bulls. He he helped build the dynasty. Obviously, he was the main point in the dynasty, but he was the key factor. So it, it was it was a really a really hard watch uh, for for NBA fans uh, to see like like to see to see Bulls fans react, react that way was kind of sad. But I, I personally, I don't think I don't think you can base um, I don't personally think you can base a whole fan base off of a situation. I don't I don't like that at all. If everyone knows, if you don't know, I'm a 49ers and Colts fan. So when Andrew Luck retired from the uh from the Colts a week before the season, I will always say, I, will, I will always say this. This man retired a week before the season. So when it, when when people in the stands they found out, they booed. I don't think all Colts fans are bad because some of them booed while he was retiring. That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't understand the saying that all Colts fans are bad because of one incident. I don't think all Bulls fans are bad because of one incident, but I do believe it was wrong. But again, Jay Krause he had he had an ego problem, and it is what it was. But he was a big a big a big uh, key component of why you guys won in the first place. So I I, I would I would I would chill, but that's just me though. Now transitioning to football, transition to football. NFL uh, playoff wild card weekend was amazing. So I'm sorry for the Browns. The Browns they lost uh 45 to 15, uh 45 14 to the Texans. Texans they rolling on all cylinders. If you don't know, they beat the Colts two weeks back. Still sit, st still mad, still upset. But again, they beat the Browns and the Browns. They had a really solid defense, arguably the best defense in, in the uh, whole National Football League, in my opinion, because. They, they were just stout on all on all aspects. They, like personnel wise, they're super talented. They just have a lot of good players. So, but again, they 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 got their ass whooped, brother. They got the ass handed to them. Uh, Texans were great defensively. CJ Stroud, he's one of the better rookie quarterbacks ever. Like like, there's no debate. He's a he's a, he was a great pick. He was a great selection by D'Amico Ryan's and the Houston Texans. I know they're glad they. I'm another. I know they're glad they got him because he's a great player. I believe he had like three touchdowns and. 280 yards in his uh, playoff debut. So obviously he, he obviously now he's going on to play the Baltimore Ravens the next round. I don't know how he will fare against the Baltimore Ravens defense, but he did that against the um wait just but to see what he did against the Browns defense, that's no that's that's no easy feat. So shout out to uh TJ Stroud, shout out to the Texans, um Joe Flacco. He was he he he, th he threw, I believe, two pick sixes. He, he Go back to the couch. Go back to the couch, Joe Flacco. Go back to the couch. Now, onto the Chiefs Dolphins game. This game was one of the coldest games in NFL history. I believe uh it started at negative four degrees at the uh at the game start game start time. So it was super freezing cold. I I kind of expected the Chiefs to win because one, Mahomes, he's a magician, but two, the Dolphins don't play that well when they're out when they're outside of their normal like comfort zone. Like if if they could be in Miami and play this game, they probably would win this because Miami, great weather, obviously. But being in Kansas City, negative four degrees, super cold. You don't really want to be there. You don't want you don't want really want to tackle. You don't want to get hit. Like it was very evident that they just wanted to play football and get the hell out of there because it was so cold. And that was kind of in the uh the Chiefs' favor, obviously. There's a lot of underthrown uh passes by uh Tua Tangavaloa. He was all over the place. I don't know what the hell he doing. He he I don't know, bro. He he he's a uh, he, he's very hit or miss. I I something like that. There's a lot of a lot of questionable calls on both sides. Uh, a lot a lot of no calls. A lot of calls on both sides. Uh, super questionable. But it is what it is. It, it is what it is, bro. A lot of drops, obviously, because again, 
it was super freezing cold. But Chiefs walk, the Chiefs won. They advanced. I believe now they're going to go. The Chiefs won, and now they're going on to advance against the Bills at the Bills. So that's going to be tough. Now Packers. Now Packers Cowboys. Packers, they blew the fuck out of the Cowboys. Sorry for my language. The uh the Packers, they beat the Cowboys. It wasn't that damn close. Like they um they elected to get the ball. Like that like they won the they won the coin toss and then they elected to get the ball. I don't see that I don't see that much often. A lot of times when you when you win the kickoff, I mean when you win the um the the coin flip, typically, typically you typically you have your defense go out there first just so you can have the ball in the second half. The Packers, they were different. They got the ball first. They scored, and then they scored again. So it's 14-0, and, they, and, and the Cowboys dug themselves in an early hole very early on, and they just didn't look back. Jordan Love, he's amazing. He's a really good quarterback. He has a lot of zip on the ball. He, he throws from a lot of different arm angles. He's super talented. He has a lot of, uh, a lot of Aaron Rodgers to him. So, obviously, I'm glad the Packers uh, moved on from um, – Obviously, I'm glad they moved on from Aaron Rodgers, but again, he's super talented. The team is super young, one of the one of the younger teams in NFL history. They're a really solid team. Aaron Jones is a really good running back. The coach is really solid, in my opinion. I like Matt Lafleur. Is it Matt Lafleur or Mike Lafleur? I don't know. All I know is they're super talented. And the Cowboys, like I always said, they're gonna do Cowboy stuff. They they lost. They they had such a good season. They was talking so much trash. Fans talking so much trash. America's team, we're up next. This is our year. We're going to the Super Bowl. Like, again, y'all lose again. Like, I just, I would never trust y'all ever because, like, y'all have never been competent ever, like, in postseason play. Like, I seen a stat. I seen a stat that says the Packers have won more playoff games and the Cowboys home, like, in the Cowboys stadium than the Cowboys have in, like, 30 years. Like, that is insane to me. I just, I just don't understand it. But again, Cowboys, trash. So now, on to that. Um, now onto Lions Rams. Lions they beat the Rams 24-23 game. I didn't watch much. I didn't watch much of this game at all. I'm gonna be completely honest. I don't remember what the fuck I was doing, but I was not watching this game. But the Rams they did lose to the Lions, and I was happy because the Lions are better than the Rams, and the Rams give trouble to the to the 49ers. So I don't want to see them at all. But the Lions they won, they overcame it. And um this feels like one of the better Lions teams ever, in my opinion. And um the the they're really good. They're handling business. So, so, so shout out to them and doing their thing. Now, Eagles versus um now onto the Eagles versus Buccaneers game. It was uh it was a dumpster fire from the Eagles. Their defense is atrocious, they're super bad defensively. I enjoyed seeing the Eagles lose. Like I enjoyed seeing the Eagles lose. Last year, y'all had a fluke win against us because our quarterback wasn't wasn't healthy. Our backup quarterback wasn't healthy. Like I just I was super happy to see this because a lot of Eagles fans talk a lot of trash. Nick Sirianni, I remember when he, I remember when he beat the Colts, he went up to the uh, the stands. He was like, "Oh yeah, this is for Frank Reich. This is for Frank Reich." First of all, Frank Reich is a bad coach, and so are you. You're both you're both unemployed, so shut the hell up. Like you guys are not that good. Your friend lose your job for, to Bill Belichick. You're, I don't know what you do well. I don't know what you do well. Like what is what? Can someone tell me? What does Nick Sirianni do well? What is his identity? Because I don't know. I literally don't know what he does well at all. Brian Johnson is one of the worst offensive coordinators I've, I've ever seen in my life. I've never seen a team run so many wide receiver screens and shotgun runs. They only do shotgun runs like draws or 
I don't know. They they do a lot of shotgun runs and they do wide receiver screens and nothing else. They they're, they're terrible offensively, defensively they're bad as well. Matt Patricia, you're a loser. You're a Bill Belichick merchant. You're not good at the game of football in any capacity. Like the Eagles aren't good at all. They're not good at all. They're 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 underachievers. They're losers. They lost like six games out of seven to end the season. Like. They were bad. Obviously, like I said, they can get a new coach, a new system, turn this all around. But again, how can how can how can how can losing two two coordinators affect the team this much? They lost Shane Slacken to the coach. He's a godsend. He's a super good coach. I love him. He's super great. Great coach. I get it. I lose uh I lose Gannon to the Cardinals. Good coach as well. He's solid. He he does his thing. I lost two people and everything crumbled. I don't get it. 49ers, we would never. We the 49ers lose a lose a coordinator, lose a coordinator every single year. We lose we lose GMs every year. We lose everyone every freaking year. We we're like five five defensive coordinators in like in the past three years. Like so, 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 something crazy like that. I don't really know. All I know is we're easy, we're easy to adapt a new defense, a new offensive coordinator because our team is just better. But again, Eagles are trash, the fans are trash, and um I don't know. Shout, shout out to Philly. Shout out to Leaf Ward. But um, again, Philly, <laughs> y'all ain't looking good. But uh, now the Bills, they beat the Steelers. It was a cool game, bro. It was a cool game. I expected the Bills to win. Obviously, super cold in Buffalo. It was snowing super crazy. A lot of the fans uh, that came to, they came to, um, you know, shovel shovel the snow, make sure the field was was actually right. The Bills had one of the best. The Bills have one of the better fan bases in, in the uh, NFL, obviously. Shout out to them. And they beat the Steelers. They beat Mike Tomlin. I like Mike Tomlin a lot, but we can't keep holding on to this. Oh, he has a good regular season. Um, He has a good regular season record. He, he always goes over 500. He's never below 500. That's cool and all. That's great. He can't find a damn quarterback to save his life. Kenny Pickett sucks. Mason Rudolph sucks. All of your quarterbacks aren't good. Like, obviously, I hope you stay there. It's like, typically, traditionally, Steelers, they don't chase new coaches. They would they would keep a coach forever. I like that about them, about our stability. I like that. I wish the NBA would uh would mirror that would mirror that thinking, obviously. But you at some point have to find a QB. Like you have to find them. Like you have to find them, trade up for one. I don't know. Obviously, Kenny Pickett isn't the guy. Mess Rudolph isn't the guy, obviously. But onto the Bills, the Bills, they were solid defensively. Y'all had a lot of forced fumbles. Y'all had a lot of key plays. Josh Allen ran. It, it was so crazy because Josh Allen had the ball. He ran the ball for like eight yards. I'm like, oh, he figured tackle. The DB didn't tackle him. And next thing I know, 50-yard touchdown. It was super crazy. Craziest thing ever. Shout out to the shout out to the Bills. They finally won it again. So they're doing their thing. Shout out to the Bills. They're going on to play Kansas City. This time it will, it will be um, in Buffalo, so it will be a little bit different. But th this this whole this whole um, this whole Josh Allen and Mahomes back and forth, I expect Mahomes to win because typically he always wins. In my opinion is kind of like a it's kind of like a um, a Tom Brady ben, Big Ben kind of situation where Tom he just always wins. But uh, like I said, that wraps it up for uh, playoff weekend, playoff wildcard weekend. It was super dope. I'm looking forward to next weekend. This weekend, obviously. And um, more football, goddammit, more football. Speaking of football, Bill Belichick, he got fired, obviously, from the uh, Patriots. They replaced him with uh, Jared Mayo, a former football player for the Patriots. But the um, Bill, but Bill Belichick, he's on to his next team. 
He still wants to coach. He still wants to compete. He said he wants to um like kind of rebuild a team where they've been they've been uh, underachieving for a while, but they have a, a lot of talent. That sounds like Atlanta. That sound that sounds like Atlanta. That sounds like um that sounds like an Atlanta team or a Chargers team, in my opinion. That's why I can see him going. Jim Harbaugh. He obviously, or if you don't know, Jim Harbaugh. He interviewed for the Chargers position. I believe he will get it. I'm not sure, but I believe he will get it. Um, it's a great job in my opinion because we have a good quarterback, talented people on the defense. They have to get they have to get better um wideouts, but I think I think they're fine for the most part. But again, Bill Belichick to a new team. I don't know where he could go, but I expect him to go go to a good team. If I was him, I'll go to a team that already has a quarterback because quarterbacks are hard to find. Now Nick Saban, he he caused um he caused the quits, man. He caused the quits. He retires from the from college. His resume speaks for itself. He's one of the better college football coaches ever. He's been dominant for the mat for the past 20 years. He signed a lot of a lot of um he's recruited a lot of good players, a lot of great players. He's a he's a great coach overall. He's he's very, very talented. But now he kind of quits. And uh, I believe the Washington coach, he's now going on to Alabama. So that's totally different from what they've been doing before. But a lot of people now, a, a lot of a lot of players on Alabama, they're now transferring to other places. And that's kind of what that's kind of probably what Nick Saban was was uh was upset at maybe because all the uh the transferring going on, all the all of the NIL deal kind of thing. So I for the most part, for the most part, um like in the past, he would just get the best players because they want to play for him and they wanna um they want to go to the NFL. Nowadays, you can go anywhere and just play and go to the NFL. So it really doesn't matter what coach you have. So I understand why he left, in my opinion. Now, apparently, the state of California passed a bill to ban tackle football. They're banning tackle football because they said that kids under under the age of 12, so kids 5 to 12, they believe they only have one brain. Like they said, they said that uh, kids 5 to 12 have only one brain and they shouldn't be uh, damaging them because of tackle football. I'm not going to say I agree because I like, I like obviously, my brother, he played, he played uh, Pop Warren and stuff like that, so... I enjoyed watching him go to games. I enjoyed watching him play in elementary and middle school and stuff like that. So I enjoyed it. I I understand the, the I understand the other side of it because these are kids. Why, why are they tackling? But I don't know. I don't like. I eventually this was going to happen because how society works nowadays. So I get it completely. But I don't know, bro. In my opinion, just keep tackling. I don't know. So I was but, on YouTube scrolling or whatever, just just chilling or whatever. I got an ad. It was Ted. If you don't know Ted, it was a movie that came out a few years few years ago. It was uh directed and uh written by the guy who made Family Guy. I'm a big Family Guy fan, super big Family Guy fan. I'm against that later, but uh, again, it, it was um as a new show on Peacock starring Ted. He has a it shows like his upbringing and and things of that nature with John with Johnny or whatever. So I'm I'm gonna give it a watch. It's cool or whatever. I'm gonna give it a watch. And me, bro, while while watching, I'm like, man, this is my type of comedy. I enjoy this a lot because. This reminds me of Early Family Guy. Early Family Guy is one of the better, one of the better shows in my opinion ever. Like a animated shows, like it was super hilarious, super good, hella, hella quality, obviously. Um, and you know, later on it became more, more. I don't know the word. Probably, probably later on it became more commercial, more, more, more drawn out, more lazy, less effort going on into the um, less effort going on to the shows, more cutaways. It just became worse, and the peak just it just wasn't there anymore. Like in my opinion, I think American Dad American Dad has 
has probably better like plot, better writing, better character development, better maybe longevity. I don't know. Probably not longevity, but my point is Family Guy had a really big peak, but along the way, bro, it, it it just stopped. It just stopped hitting all cylinders. But again, I like Ted a lot. The show was cool. It's not great. It's not super cool. It's not super funny. But again, the Boston accents, they're terrible. I can't stand them, but the show itself, pretty cool. Now, I'm going to be honest. I'm usually a liar, but I'm going to be honest. I was wrong about two people, man. I was wrong about two people. I've been a big proponent of of um, talking down these two artists. I've been saying that they're trash. I've been saying they're untalented. I've been saying that their fans are the most dumbest fans ever. I've been saying that they make bad music in general. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. I was wrong. Playboy Cardi, Playboy Cardi, and Yeet. I was wrong. Y'all make y'all make y'all not my type of music. Not, y'all not my type of hip hop. Y'all don't have. Y- Y'all don't do what I like hip hop artists to do, which is it, it it doesn't matter, but what y'all do well is there's a lane for that. Obviously, y'all super popular and I understand the hype now. I get it. I've been seeing this Cardi rollout for, for the while now. I've been seeing this Cardi rollout for the past few weeks. And um he's super good. I'm gonna be honest, bro. He's super good. I, I wasn't really I wasn't big into the whole vamp thing he did. It was cool. I just wasn't into it. And I wasn't a fan of his of his previous work, but bro, this rollout, the singles he dropping, all hits, and Yeet as well. Like I was hating. I heard Yeet on the Drake album. I heard some old Yeet songs. They hit on all cylinders, man. I, I was wrong completely. I'm gonna be honest, bro. Like I said, my my particular type of hip hop, they, they they don't do it at all. And maybe that maybe that's why I didn't like them. But bro, they're they're super talented. So shout to both of them. And like I said, shout to both of them. Now, apparently, uh, I seen something the other day, but I think I was listening to this yesterday. So, Meek Mill, Meek Mill came out and said that Joe Biden is too old to be president, and um, I completely, I completely agree. Like, I, like I've been saying before, there should be an age limit, an age cap. I don't know the word for it. There should be a limit on how old you can be and be in like, you know, levels of power in a position of power, and it, obviously a, a politician. I just feel like after a while, bro. If you're over 65 or if you're over 60, you need to retire and just chill and go home. Like, I don't understand why we're trying to have Donald Trump the next president and he's going to be 80, 80 years old in two years. Like, we need to find younger blood. Like, if you're 40 to 60 or 65, like, we need we need you to be in charge. Like, we can't keep having 70-year-olds, 80-year-olds. Like, we, we can't do that. We look crazy. They, they, they just didn't grow up, like, the t- times are changing, bro. Times are changing. Society has changed, and they're, they're just too old, in my opinion. They're just too they're just too old. If it's ageism, I, I guess. I mean, sure, but I'm a, I'm a I'm a stun on that hill, but I'm a stun on that hill immediately. Now, um, I think something was pretty weird. So, most Def came out and said that Drake is pop, and that his music is comparable with shopping. Most Def, he's a he's a rapper, obviously. He's he's a rap purist. I don't know much about him, but obviously I've heard of him before. I'm not gonna say he's wrong because that's crazy. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say that like what does he know? Because I don't know none of this guy's work. Maybe he's a top five rapper of all time. I don't know none of his work. Maybe he's he's great. I'm not gonna do I'm not gonna do no research. All I'm gonna say is he has valid points, but I believe coming out, Drake was rap, Drake was hip hop. 
I believe there's a lot of lot of different avenues, a lot of different ways you can be hip hop. There's not just one way. Just because you're a conscious rapper, just because you're not a conscious rapper, doesn't mean you're not hip hop. Just because you don't talk about political things, mean doesn't mean you're not hip hop. Hip hop could be anything, and that's why I like hip hop so much. But uh, Drake being pop, I understand it. Like now, he he he's really commercial. He he doesn't. He's very he's very brand conscious. So a lot of things he doesn't say is because of brand reasonings. Because he he just don't he just don't he don't want to lose money. He's very into he's very into money, very into, into materialistic things. So I get that. I just think that coming out, I just think that coming out Drake was not hip hop. I think that coming out Drake was hip hop. He he maybe even he was uh, R and B. I don't really know. I think he came out hip hop. He transitioned to um, R and B kind of transitioned to rap. He doesn't. For the most part, Drake does whatever he wants to do because he's super versatile. He's one of the, mo the more versatile artists in hip-hop history, in my opinion. He can do really anything. So I just, like I said, there were some points made, but I, I just didn't agree with this at all. One thing I didn't agree with, because one thing I did not agree with, apparently Juice World's ex-girlfriend, she's apparently like dropping an OnlyFans video of them them two having sex. Super weird. She's been weird the whole time he's, he's passed away. I don't understand this logic. I don't understand the, the reasoning because what, what is there to gain by you dropping a sex bill with Juice World three years, four years after he passed away? I just don't understand it personally. Obviously, she has the right to do that kind of, but kind of not because he can't like say like, no, don't drop that or whatever. But it's just super weird to me because like she's been weird. Like I said, she's been weird since she's passed away. And this just seems like like clout chasing. I just I just don't understand it at all, obviously. I just, in my opinion, let the man rest because he passed away. It's over. Just let him rest. Now, Kai went on. Kai went on his stream to say that he makes uh he makes streams, he makes videos, he makes contests for adults. He said that he doesn't make content for kids. If you are a kid, you should not be watching them. Basically, and um, I disagree because a lot of a lot of his fans, a lot of what they do. A lot, a lot of what they say, they're children. Like they're clearly children. They're clearly thirteen to seventeen year old people. They're, they're not twenty one year olds. Like I don't believe a twenty four year old is watching costume like like at work. I don't think that twenty um, five year olds are getting up in the morning watching costume and getting sturdy. That's just me though. Maybe they are. Maybe they not. I don't know. I watch some Kai here and there. Very like probably four percent of Kai content I probably watch. Maybe even less. I don't know. I'm too old, and what he does just isn't for me. But shout out to him because he's super successful, super great. And shout out to him. It just what he does. I don't really watch all the time, but again, he's a he's a superstar. But with that being said, that does it for episode 36 of the Laps University podcast. I catch up episode 37. Thanks for uh, listening.